0: Podcast. Movie Movie 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 Podcast.
1: Are you getting this? Uh. Welcome to the Movie Movie Podcast, everybody. Might as well start it off there. It's been a long time, but we are back with our end of the year podcast, slash beginning of the year podcast, I guess, at this point. Uh, yeah, we're going to do our top tens. And with me, as always, as I should introduce everybody, are Peter. Hey. Gets a first billing. Russ. Yo. And Alex. What's up? Alex with that classic 2005 catchphrase of what's up?
0: Oh, guys, I saw it all. I saw, um
1: what was it, Brookback? Was that 2005?
2: Yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> saw Crash. I saw <laughs> Crash 2.
1: If only. I saw Mystery Man. Oh, God. Was that 2005? Really? Nope. No. It was like but I just 90. watched it again. Yes. Yeah. Oh, all right. Watch it again. I could watch it in 2005. So it counts. All right. And now, before we get into it, let me explain the rules of the game that we're going to be doing today. I don't know why I'm so big. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I hope I win. <laughs> oh, no. In this game, all four contestants lose. Uh, So we will be doing uh, our top 10 list. We'll be doing uh, rounds of three uh, in each going round. So it'll be 10, 9, 8 for each of us. And then I'm
3: sure the people have heard the last three. They know how it works.
1: Yeah. If you've heard our last three, (laughs) you're going to know it's the exact same way. And then we'll do worst move. Then we'll do number one. Around, but le- i assume this is actually going to be pretty long. Oh, and we should do honorable mentions before everything else. So let's all start with our honorable mentions. I thought we
3: did honorable mentions at the end, so we don't tip what's in and not in. Oh,
1: that is a very good point. We will wait till the end to do honorable mentions then, and we will just get it started with our first ten nine eight sequence coming
2: from Russ. I knew it was gonna be me. <laughs> um, yo, number ten. My 10th spot of the year, this year, goes to a little film called It Follows. Oh, snap. Nice. Weird movie. Made you not want to have sex, <laughs> uh, but also kind of do it anyway. Um, <laughs> and the music, it had the be- one of the best soundtracks of the year. So It Follows takes my number 10. My number nine. Peter, get ready. The Visit
1: whoa oh, shit.
2: i like the Shyamalan movie so much that it made my motherfucking list wow this movie impressive. was funny yeah uh crying. <laughs> scary yep. weird yeah uh and i thought he got some of the best performances out of kids that i've seen in a while so the visit Shyamalan I'm 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 doing you a solid. Don't fuck me on this.
3: Are you talking to me or Shyamalan?
2: Yeah, both of you. <laughs> you 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 speak. You're like his envoy. So just let him know that I'm saying this. And my number eight, the third genre movie in a row, which I just realized when I looked. Ex Machina. Oh shit. Um, I mean, by this point, everybody's seen it. Real weird. Donald Gleason continues to. Being a lot of things, Oscar Isaac, making some pretty good choices yeah. uh, up until he does X-Men. So <laughs> this is a movie. This is a really good movie, and uh, uh, it's the first thing I've ever seen, Alicia Vikander, and she was awesome. Yeah. Um, felt a lot like a long Black Mirror episode, but that's yeah. not a bad thing. No, definitely So that's my 10-9-8. It follows The Visit, X Machina
1: nice that was a pretty good start off to this thing so let's move on to our next contestant sticking with that uh we're gonna go to alex we're gonna leave this room for last and go to alex all right great thank you so
0: much for having me on here <laughs> uh it's so fun to be playing and i hope all of you guys i have the home version uh and we're playing around there all right so guys for number 10 I got a movie that I remembered that I saw earlier today <laughs> uh, and that I really liked. Uh, uh, that would be Room. Nice. Uh, this was awesome. Again, me about performances out of kids, the the kid in this is, is really great. Um, this is a movie that is very much split into two halves that are very different uh, and each one takes you on quite a different, depressing, fucked up journey. <laughs> uh, but... I, I, I really liked it. Uh, and next, nice. uh, a movie that probably would not make it in on a, a normal year, if I had not not seen as much as I, I usually do. <laughs> but I cinematography was just amazing. Uh, that would be The Revenant. Nice. Um, I thought the directing, I thought Tom Hardy uh, was awesome. You guys didn't seem to be so big on Leo in this. I thought he actually did really well. I think he did. Uh, it. Uh, well, he taunts like a the horse. Uh, a lot of stuff happens. Uh, yeah. but, um, I thought, like, he's just journeyed through, like, shit while, like, all through this, like, beautiful American landscape. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was so sort of cool. And then we have got Sicario. Ooh. A movie where Benicia D'Antaro tells you whether or not you got a sick car. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. That's different. Uh, oh, our first wow. contestant has uh. been
1: eliminated. <laughs> oh,
0: God.
2: Okay. <laughs> no,
0: that's Sicario. Um,. I actually didn't expect to like this. I know again, Tiggs, I know you were not uh, I what I gathered you weren't a huge fan. Um but I I thought that Rose Byrne was awesome uh in this. And so was uh Brisa del Toro. Um I wasn't as crazy you about, Emily about Emily Blunt. Emily Did I say Rose Byrne Obviously, if you weren't disqualified already. Or do you mean
3: Josh Brolin?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I meant Josh Brolin. Oh, there so. you go. I got the two. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's I'm ashamed so to be an American now,
2: just like Emily Blunt <laughs> said after this movie. She's not an American. I'm <laughs> not. Ah, oh, I see. But that's it. All right, there we go. And now we are gonna keep on
1: rolling. We're gonna move over to Peter for his ten nine eight. <laughs> <laughs> um.
3: Wow. Uh, so yeah, I, I knew I knew coming in that this year was gonna be probably our biggest difference in our top tens, and I'm excited to see. So far, it is. Um, I'm going to lead off number ten with a great little film called Anomalisa, which I know Tiggs hated. Yeah, that's going, going to be the uh, well. Usually that's every year, which I know Tiggs hated.
2: <laughs> um, Anomalisa, I
3: thought was great. I thought it was like it was. I yeah. it was a, 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 first of all, animation style was amazing, and the stop motion that they did was great. But I thought it was <coughs> such a interesting look at um, uh, loneliness and depression, but but also how you can self perpetuate that, and how you can block off. Um, possible good things. I really like the turn in that movie. I like
1: that you're talking directly to me when you're saying all this stuff right now. I, I,
3: I, you're so <laughs> haunting. Uh, um, next coming up uh, in in my list and for number nine on um, my list of things that Tig is gonna hate me for, Uh-oh. but we're coming in only at nine is Furious Seven. <laughs> This one makes my list this year where fewer, Furious 6 did not because I liked it more than Furious 6. And I know Tiggs. Tig, once again, <laughs> I'm just going to piss him off this entire evening. I'm just happy it's on there. Yeah, I, I, re- <laughs> I really realized it deserved a spot because I liked it more than 6. F- uh, 5 was on my list.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: 6 wasn't. 7's got to be... I, I, I don't know. There's something about 6 going back at it that I just... I don't know. It didn't really seem to fit.
1: You want me to put it on right now? No, oh,
3: that would be great. Thank All you. All right, sweet. Um, coming in at number 8... Um, I have the film, which I think should star the Academy Award winner for Best Actor, and that's Infinitely Polar Bear, but he wasn't nominated. And that's oh. Mark Ruffalo.
1: I saw. I, ha- I didn't get to see that.
3: Um, his performance is fantastic. I think the movie's great. Um, uh, another great performance by kids, and this is a great performance by the daughter of the director, oh, really? which is even even mm, crazier that. that they get a great performance out of her. But really great movie, and I think I think he's amazing. Um, it's a shame he wasn't nominated, but I think. Uh, Culturally, we're going to talk about some other people. Um, as a society, we're going to, we're going to
2: we're doing something else <laughs> right now,
3: which is necessary. But let well, your aunt like, Viv. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> let's your aunt Viv. Um, we'll forget Mark. Um, but that, that's that's my 1098.
1: All right, and now, all right, I'm taking over the mic. Uh, and we are passing a plastic microphone back and forth here.
0: It's making me feel so weird.
3: <laughs> I'm talking like a normal person now, that I don't have that microphone in my hand. Yeah,
1: no, it's weird, yeah. It really it really puts you in the game show, and that's really what I wanted to get uh, going on this one. So, all right, my number 10 uh, is The End of the Tour, and this movie, I, I really did enjoy this movie a lot, but I feel like it's all for very personal reasons. Uh, I'm a very big fan of uh, David Foster Wallace stuff, and uh, working where I work, and kind of hearing them just talk about uh, everything at the magazine, uh, I just I just enjoyed watching this uh, movie so much because of that, and so much more because of it. Uh, and I really love Jason Scott's performance in this. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, I feel like this is very much a movie for me for the most part. For those who
3: don't know, Tiggs works at Cat Fancy Magazine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, All right, coming in at number nine uh, is Maggie. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's zombie flick uh, that came out uh, earlier this year. Uh, Like, straight to VOD, but somehow Pete and I decided that, like, no, 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 we're going to the theater to go see this one. Hell yeah. And was incredibly surprised uh, by the performance, by the movie. Uh, It's an interesting take on the zombie apocalypse just because of what it shows you about it and really what they're dealing with the entire time. It's really more of just, like, a movie about family issues. And uh it does it in a really great way. Uh and again, like it's crazy to actually watch Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, in a movie and be like, holy crap, he's given a really good performance. And you know, not blowing stuff up. So
3: accept your tear except your ducks.
1: Accept your tear ducks. And now I'm moving on to number eight. Is that 1098? Yeah. Yes, okay. That's so 109-8 comes in right now with Ridley Scott's The Martian. Uh, which oh. I just rewatched last night, and I really, really like this movie a lot. Uh, I, I think so much crap everyone, you know, gave it. I would laugh my ass off at this movie constantly. Um, so I do think this movie is funny as hell, and it's engaging as hell, and you, like, really get the feel for it. I do think that Damon actually does a really great job of commanding a scene by himself and making you, like, super interested in it and, and keeping you engaged, because I think that's, like, a, it's really tough to do when you're the only actor... On screen for so much of it, uh, to just just command it and, ha- and have everybody just stay interested in, in you the entire Especially time.
3: Especially since he's talking to us, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Also, exactly. As opposed to like, I don't know, After Earth or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oof. But that is my ten, Spiritual nine, eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's get into the 7-6-5s. fives. Seven Seven, six, five. Russ, what you got?
2: Coming in at number seven, we've already heard a little bit about it, Um, Sicario. Shit. I know Tiggs doesn't like it. (laughs) Say it
1: about every film, it's
2: fine. I thought it was awesome. I kind of went in, I tried to go in seeing it early enough because the movie was heavily politicized one way or another, Republican and Democrat, yeah. And I don't know that that was the intent of Dennis Villanueva, the director. I think he just wanted to make a good movie. And that's what I think he did. How Emily Blunt isn't nominated in, crazy. in this she was great. in this she e- was great. in this <laughs> weak ass <laughs> drop. Especially how great. she wasn't nominated blows my mind. And how Benicio didn't, is not is is not only not nominated, but isn't like in position to win Best Supporting Actor. It's like Extremely strange to me. I thought he killed it. I thought uh, James Literally. Brolin was having a lot of Josh Brolin was having a lot of fun. And um, uh, I really liked Emily Blunt's partner, the guy from one episode of Black Mirror. I thought it was an awesome movie. Oh! Um, that's what he Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was really cool, um, really dark, and uh, wish more people gave a fuck about it. Coming in at number six, uh, I might be from Long Island, but after this, I wish I was straight out of Compton. It was a delight. (laughs) It had everything guns, bio, it was a biopic, Paul Giamatti, black people, cops, naked people. It was, it, was, uh, oh, it was just awesome I thought all of those young guys playing Ice Cube Eazy-E, were so awesome um, the story even though I knew the story was still engaging and I, I think that this movie was better than it had any business being 100%. so for that stay out of the content make some list and coming in at number 5 Furious 7 I had a hard time placing this one on my list because I've still only seen it once. What? I don't know that I'm ready to go back.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I get you.
2: So, as some of you may I, – I have a very strong connection to Paul Walker, and I don't know if I can watch this movie and then not watch the last five minutes – and I don't know if I want to ever feel like I felt in the last five minutes ever again. Yeah. But this movie was balls to the wall. I like that they went as crazy and out there as I think they'll ever go. I feel like they reigned it in a little bit more after this. But it killed. It was awesome. It had everything. I think this that is how you make a, a modern day ridiculous action movie over that's over the top but still fun. So that's my 765, Sicario, straight out of Compton, Furious 7.
1: Nice. All right. Wow, we are, like, flying through this right now. We're going way faster than I thought we were going to be. So let's slow it down.
0: <laughs>
1: Give it to Alex for 765. All right.
0: Uh, let's look here. 7 reminds me of Furious 7 because that's what it is. Uh, I saw this movie uh, twice in the theaters, um, and by the end, I knew it was coming. I knew there was going to be a gut punch of saying goodbye to Paul Walker.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, But I thought it was done so Like For this series that maybe is looked at as lowbrow, I thought they were actually very tasteful in how they did everything with this. And it was just an enjoyable, worldwide, crazy action romp that uh just like the comedy was even funnier like everything in this one was better i thought
3: uh, just because we've all sort of touched on real quick of how they treated that ending i thought i thought they did a great job when there was a shocking death of one of the main characters in real life but they chose instead to make the story more about it's his time yeah has to go sort of thing which is kind of
0: beautiful Totally. Absolutely. Like, yes. <laughs> Again, number one. Yes. As crazy as it sounds, it absolutely was for a Fast and the Furious movie. It was hundred percent like it was beautiful. Uh and I I had a great time like even when there was dumb celebrity cameos, uh yeah. it never made me like mad or like, oh this this takes over the movie. I just had fun
1: with it. There are a couple.
0: Uh, yeah, and there are a couple. Uh, and then we go from there to another movie I did not expect to like. Uh, well, I knew I was going to look first. But this one I did not expect to like. It's uh, Creed. Oh, shit. Number six uh, is uh, Creed for me. Um, I thought this was a really uh, enjoyable, like, rocking. Like, it was a good passing of the torch. It, like, it felt like if you take away the technology, this movie could have been released. <laughs> at any time as a Rocky movie. Like, it was great. Michael B. Jordan's awesome. Sylvester Stallone's awesome. Uh, It was like a feel-good inspiring film. Like, I I really liked it. Um, And then, we go to It Follows. Woo-woo! Between, uh, it it was just a really refreshing uh, new take on, like, on, on horror movies because I think, like, you look at something like uh, contracted, which also did, like, I'm, uh, you know, an STD or, or a core, but it was, like, body core stuff, and it was just, like, off-putting. This, like, yeah. takes it in another direction. It's like, okay, let's downplay everything. Let's make it, like, it's something invisible for, to most people. Uh, and uh, let's make it actually legitimately uh, tense. Yeah. And it was it was really good. And fucking and piece. I think, did the music. Yes, they did. Awesome. So, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Music was so fantastic.
0: It was great. I thought that movie was awesome.
2: Just the quick great. aside. Yes. I live next door to, um, like, religious neighbor people who always have, like, every Tuesday night they have people over to do this, like, prayer thing. uh And I purposely play the soundtrack <laughs> it follows as loudly as possible so just it... to see if they pray for me.
1: It is Tuesday right now. When did that? When's it going to happen? When are you got to? Yeah, gonna like? uh,
2: once this is over, it usually starts at like eight. So, all right, you well, guys want a fellowship? Come to Queens.
1: <laughs> oh shit! All right, well we are already here, but all right, let's keep it going then, Peter. We are waiting to hear your next three. Um,
3: I'm not holding. I might take my mic I'll drop it. Yeah. Um, coming up on something that I like more than Tiggs. Was not going to piss him off. I have uh, Maggie. Hey! As I said, great, great performance by Arnold. Great mm-hmm. performances all around. Really great story, told with a with a with a slow enough pace that does have its peaks. It's as he said, it's a great story about family. It's also like a, a nice little story about biological, yeah. children versus families that come together. Ooh, I think which one fights. Wait, what?
0: I said, which Who one wins? wins? Oh, they all do. Well, whoever wins, we
3: lose. Okay, <laughs> there it is. Um...
1: Never yeah, gets old.
3: That's what I loved. I, I think uh, it's fun It's fun to have uh, the movie that I Believe Only Me and Tig's seen both on our top tens. And yeah. uh, I think it, this will be a year that we will have to sort of have a put together a what do we need to watch list based on each other's top tens. I think now.
0: so. Uh, uh, are you still doing the, uh, the math here?
3: Yeah, don't worry, I got it. Um, next, um, kind of a movie that's been talked about twice in a row now, is Sicario. Because Sicario is the classic action movie of a badass cop who's out for revenge who has to deal with a straight-laced, sexy female lady, but it's told from the perspective of the lady and the guy who's out for revenge is a crazy person. It's literally, it's like every 90s action movie reversed with who it's it's following. And every single beat of that movie, you can kind of see the same thing. Like, it's telling you, no, this is how real life works. This is how, all that stuff, like, what I love, like, I love checking in on that one Mexican cop who you never knew who the hell he was. Like, because yeah. that scene later on could have been towards the end of an action movie when she's like, no, you gotta come back with me. He's like, oh, I can't do that. This is for my family. And he takes that cop, and it's just a random cop, and you kind of like when he kills him. But that cop has a family. Um, all that stuff. Like, I thought it was, so, like, I thought it was just, I, like, it's... Political, whatever you say, but I think it's such a amazing sort of look at a genre, a whole genre of film and flipping it on its side and saying, here's what this would look like in real life. All
0: right. Yeah. And
3: that's why I loved it. Okay. That's my takeaway. So I think that's 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 probably where I think I have it higher than everyone else um, mm-hmm. and probably will like it more than other people. Um, but that's, for me, I, I loved it. Next um, is Creed. Creed's cool. coming in. Wow. A little bit a little bit higher than Alex. just no, um, so yeah, so I think he hit the nail on the head though. Um, this movie could have come out in nineteen this could have been Rocky II. Yeah. Yeah. If, I wish even we if,
1: were,
3: if this movie could have come out in the eighties, could have come out in the early nineties. It does not matter. It 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 did feel just as timeless as a Rocky movie does. Yep. Um great story. I it was a perfect reboot rebranding because Definitely. all of the history fueled uh, this kid. Yes. It didn't it didn't chug the movie along or like force you into caring about everyone. It fueled who he was, yeah, and how he interacted with this world, and and all the things that they gave him outside of that world was all all about him, not a rehashing of someone else's story. Like, yeah, that's what I really loved about it. That's true, and that's my uh, seven six five.
1: Shit! All right, that means that I am up, and I am also not going to use the microphone this time. Um, use it? No, I'm just no I'm not. I'm not going to use it. Use it or lose it. No, oh no. Uh, all right, number seven uh, is uh, Inside Out. Uh, you know, I, I this is you know another great, great movie from Pixar is what it comes down to. I thought that all the performances were fantastic. Cried a lot during this film. Saw this film twice in theaters. Cried both times at the exact same parts. Um, Got him. Yeah, no, this again. They they really know how to, to tug at the heartstrings. Uh, Pixar and and you know when there are a lot of movies that really try to and don't and the fact that they can so consistently do it is really just how well that they all know how to tell stories and like it, it just seems like this is what they do and they know how to do it well and they're gonna keep doing it um and i'm gonna keep fucking eating it up uh so yeah uh inside out so such great voice acting throughout the thing and such a great look i love like the just uh the glimmer around like uh all the emotions it's so it, it's so nice uh anyway uh coming in at number six uh, is the assassin um, which was uh, you know got shut out uh, at the Oscars uh, didn't, you know, didn't didn't get the nom for uh, best foreign film but uh, I really enjoyed it uh, this is in a year of beautiful cinematography just so many movies this this year you really hear it more than I think any other year uh, recently it's just like oh my god did you see did you see what The uh, the Revenant looked like? Oh, did you see all the shots and like Hateful Eight? There are so many movies this year that I feel like uh, get, just get this beautiful artistic uh, credit to them. And I think that The Assassin blows them all out of the water. Uh, I, I think it is one of the prettiest films I've ever seen. It is a, uh, I mean, like the, the story makes, you know, very little sense. Uh, it's, yeah. it's told, uh, the way that it's told is just like in such bits and pieces. Uh, but I feel like that's kind of how she is getting it. And like, it doesn't really matter to her what she's doing. She's, you know, she's got her job and she's going to be there doing what she has to do. And she's only going to hear, uh, you know, bits and pieces as well. So I kind of feel like it, it's really putting you in that role. And I, I think that, uh, amazing, you know, there's only like a very couple of action scenes or fight scenes, but they are amazingly choreographed. Uh, and, and I think that just the entire time I was just like, I was just sucked into it. And number Five? Yeah, five. One, two, three. Yeah, okay, five is Creed. Uh, because Creed is fucking awesome. Like, just straight up. I walked out of that, like, I, again, cried during that movie. Walked out of that movie with, like, my arms up, like, let's go see it again. Like, I will go watch this movie a bunch of fucking times. The performance performances across the board are outstanding in this movie. And you're just, you're watching and you're just like, oh, I wonder if this is just going to be, you know whatever like sports movie and like oh no they're just trying to rebrand rocket they're just trying to bring it back and then they fucking knock it out of the park constantly over and over again where you like you're just watching and you just feel like you're in this kid's life watching him watching him try and come up and like you feel for him the whole time and 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 it's amazing uh it is one of i think it's one of like the few movies this year that like most of the time like someone's like oh should i go see that even if it's like really high on my list i'd be like ah well what do you like this one i'm just telling everyone like no Go see it; it's that good. There are no reservations about recommending this to anybody ever. Uh, it's it's superb. Woo! Halfway done, guys. Woo! Crazy. Woo! Yeah, I know. Super duper crazy. Speaking super duper crazy. Let's hear what is at the top of the bottom ha- the bottom of the top half of Russ's list.
2: <laughs> that makes this sound shitty. Um... <laughs> But we're gonna do four, three, and two, and my four is the Force Awakens, Star Wars. Um, it. What can you say about the movie that everyone has said everything about already? <laughs> try, try,
0: try, try.
3: <laughs> <do it>. uh, <laughs> well,
2: now yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go too, too. I'm not gonna gush too hard on this movie. It's just fucking good. Like. J.J. Abrams sat down and, and just like like a workman like made a Star Wars movie that you can build a whole new generation of Star Wars movies off of, which is incredibly difficult considering the goddamn walking abortion that was the late 90s and early 2000s of Star Wars. So the bar for me was incredibly low, um, but he still managed to put something awesome together give me new and interesting characters that were new and interesting enough that I wanted to see them on screen more than I wanted to see uh, Leia and Han, even though I love, like them. So I thought it was awesome that he... Like, these these new performances, these new characters were so interesting. I thought Finn was great. I thought Ray and, and fuck what people say about her being a Mary Sue. Um, I thought she was... Uh, an, a good character and no one ever calls like Neo or whatever or whomever else Every, whatever straight white guy is her role in a movie no one ever has a problem with that so I thought she was great and Adam Driver I think added a, a real dimension of like pathos to his villain and he's, he's kind of like almost like how Marvel doesn't ever get villains right I feel like Kylo Ren is already a step in the right direction of getting villains right uh seeing his motivations and all that stuff, so Star Wars awesome. I loved it. I will probably buy it Whoa. number
3: three
2: I think uh it's been on one person's list so far, maybe two uh but my number three is room nice um, tears come out of my body relatively easily. But Room was just, like, turning on a goddamn faucet. I just sat there and I cried for, like, two hours straight. That movie just rips your goddamn heart out. I think – I'm surprised it's not being talked about as much as a Best Picture nominee is. I thought Brie Larson uh, was and is and should be – if she's not the best actress this year – I don't know who it is. She she was un- incredible, and that little boy. Oh, so good! Oh my god! Like, I, it's like he's so young. You wonder: Are you actually good at acting, or do you, are you just like pretending? Do you even know what this is? Yeah. I just thought it was fantastic and tasteful, um, especially when you're dealing with a subject matter that's as like crazy as abduction and you know rape. So, I think this movie was really, really well done, and one of the few like, bolt, like out-and-out Oscar movies that I feel like is deserving of anything that comes its way. And my number two, no um, which, wow, we're, we're already at number two, is uh, D- Double M, Mad Max Fury Road.
1: Shit! Uh,
2: if this movie was just the doof warrior playing the guitar while driving, while someone was driving a car, it would still probably make my top 10. So everything else, like this movie had had absolutely everything you want in an action movie, and it was simple as fuck. Like, I don't think you even need to understand English to get this movie. Yep. It, it's It's just so visceral, and I think – a lot of that is just is the the really focusing on actual sets and actual locations and and building actual cars and and very 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 little CGI it made you feel connected to every single thing that was happening i thought Furioso was awesome i thought tom hardy was really good at doing his weird thing where he's a weird guy who you can barely understand um and I like that it was just like an episode in in the in the day in the life of Mad Max. It didn't you didn't need to see anything else? You don't need to see anything after this. It was just fucking great. Like, it, it, and kudos to the Academy for rewarding this film. I mean, in a year where you're not going to get anything, any black people or Hispanic people or. I'll take an old, old, old white Australian guy. That's, like, pretty yeah. close. <laughs> so so kudos, Mad Max. You were the best.
1: <laughs> All right. Sorry, I was eating a pistachio. All um, right. But it was, good... uh, it was pretty good pistachios. I'd like to thank Pete for bringing them over. Pistachios by Pete. Uh,
2: and I prefer pistachios. Pistachios.
1: Yeah, no, you know. It depends well, on the nice. kind. Salt and pepper. I go there. But just, you know, regular salted. Usually, okay. piece, you know. Anyway, this is not the pistachio pistachio Fuck it, <laughs> Alex. What are your next ones? <laughs> well, I know, guys. You know, I know we're usually going from the
0: outside in with our lists, but I choose to go from inside out. Got it. That's my number four. And, really uh, sad, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this movie uh, I was like it. It. It went for the jugger a lot of times with uh going for tears and I think maybe for, Yeah. No, exactly with that. Like like it There's was from. Um but I think maybe some people are getting like annoyed with Pixar just like making older people cry uh but man, this movie like it it really does uh an awesome job of Humanizing all these abstract things about people's, uh, emotions and personalities and, uh, you know, taking, you know, going on kind of the journey of, of growing up and accepting sadness and bad things that happen to you and watching that happen from inside, uh, uh, Person's mind and, and and seeing you know imaginary <laughs> friends die. Uh,
3: oh, spoiler! Just,
0: I know, right? Uh, it really you know it's it's it becomes a thought know, that was really special that they made and you know Pixar. I know I guess this year the the dinosaur was very good, but uh, for me um, they still find ways to survive. Uh, and next would be at number three, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. I saw this movie a lot in the theater and I loved it every time I think uh, it's probably one of the best movie going experiences I've had in a long time Uh, I feel confident at least right now uh, cautiously confident in uh, the new generation for Star Wars I thought everyone that was in it uh, there's things that you can nitpick about it of course not perfect, but you know what? Like, it, no Star Wars necessarily is. You just have to make something that is uh, a good enough ride that you want to, uh, you know, keep exploring and spending more time with and, and learning more about. And uh, that, that that did it for me. I think next would be, you ask me, and you are, because it's my list, Ex Machina. Oh,
1: shit.
0: I think, uh, this is an awesome piece of, of modern science. Like, this could have been, like, a short story by, you know, a film, key Dicker, what's the guy that wrote the things that the Terminator, so see the Terminator people, that guy. Um, so look, yeah. oh, wow. But anyway, um, this is, uh, like, it's just a great, like, it's, a, it's something that I'm sure, you know, people have, Overanalyzed and and all these things at this point, but uh, it's a great sci-fi think piece. It's the kind of thing like old-school, uh, you know, books would be like, and, and I and I loved it. I, I thought all the performances were awesome. Oscar Isaac, uh, two Oscar Isaac things in a row. Uh, he is, you know, fastly becoming one of my, uh, you know, favorite actors to see up on screen. And um, it was it was funny at times. It was ridiculous. It was suspenseful. I loved it.
1: Nice. Alright, mm-hmm. Pete. Let's start... We're getting to the... What's your... Four. Thank you. You're doing great, thanks. Um,
3: you know, it's thank, it's a thankless job you got. <laughs> um, number four, I'm going with Room. Because if Brie Larson makes a movie in the past five years, it's making my top ten, apparently. There you go. Uh, in the grand tradition of Scott Pilgrim, short-term 12, and this now. Yeah. Um, yeah, as everyone already said, it's just... it's. I thought it was so fantastically done. It was just... It's such a difficult story that they told in such an interesting, different way that I never would have expected being told, like, starting from, like, the lie that she told this kid to, to keep both of them surviving. Yeah. To her amazing performance, as Russ said, she's, she's got to be hands down Best Actress. Just, just for the subtle yet deeping horrifying reaction when... Has all four of us seen it? Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So the, the, the reporter asked her this one question... That you clearly oh, see yeah. on her face, she never even thought of, and it kills her. Yeah. That she never. Mm-hmm. She feels like. You see in a second on her face, and she looks very reserved, like, regret, mm-hmm. like, absolute hating herself for being selfish, and like, all this shit is just like. On, on a moment which I didn't even see coming, either that question, I was just like, oh my god, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And, and I didn't do this for seven years, was six years, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, it, for that, I thought it was fantastic. It's one of those, like, greatly understated performances, which is has to be written as really understated and directed as really understated. I thought it was fantastic in that moment. Mm-hmm. That that sold me. And then, of course, the kit. Uh-huh. Um, next, um, here's a movie in which, uh, as I think it, Alex has been harping on this one, but... Um, I did not expect to like, and blew me away. So At number three, I have concussion. Oh shit! I oh. love concussion. I thought it was so interesting. I thought it was. It, it's it's a it's it's a story with an absolute obvious hero and an absolute obvious villain with an absolute obviously easily solved problem that does not come off heavy handed. <laughs> you feel this guy's futility and stress and and helplessness, but you feel like him still trying to do something. It wasn't like, you know, the, like a go-getter feel-good movie that like little guy does it. Like you feel everything he's trying to do and like it, he doesn't give up, but it's not like a heartwarming like, oh, look at him, look at him, keep trying. Like he's just a great guy who wants this. He hates, he kind of almost like a you it. like he hates what he's doing. He hates that it's him. He hates that he's found it. All that stuff. And I thought, I like, it, it shocked me, and it came out of nowhere how much I love this movie. And I thought, once again, um, granted it's based on a real-life guy, but I, one of my favorite characters of the year, hmm. um, uh, Will Smith's character, Olawahu, last name? Yeah. Love him. Yes. Absolutely love him. Um, awesome. Number two, uh, this, this was tough for me to sort of figure out my one and two. Number two is Star Wars. There it is. Um, for me, with Star Wars this captured everything that I love about New Hope um, in the sense of not just its plot, but um, hey. in the sense that like New Hope starts and I want to know everything about this princess. I want to know everything about Darth Vader and the Stormtroopers. I want to know everything about Luke's world. I want to know everything. I don't want to know what the hell it took to get Han and Chewie there. I want to know what Ben Kenobi's been... I want to know so much about everyone. And that's in the first like 25 minutes of New Hope. Mm-hmm. Every single prequel movie goes by and the only thing they were able to mine from all that is the clone wars tv show because they skipped over an actual war.
1: Rebels is pretty good too.
3: Yeah, but like so there's nothing there's I had no I didn't want to know about the trade federation. I didn't want to know about the gungans. I didn't want to know about Queen Amidala. I didn't want oh. to know about Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. I didn't want to know any of this stuff. I didn't so it didn't leave me with a galaxy of questions. <laughs> this movie starts off, I want to know about that 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 uh, you know the group of stormtroopers who are indoctrinated to be stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. I want to know about Kylo Ren and his. Well, first of all, that that group he works was at first first, or, first order. First order. I want to know all about what they're the doing. Yeah, I want to know about the Knights of Ren and, and what Kylo's been up to. Um, what what works out great for later on. Uh, worst spoiler ever because everyone knows it now. But like, if you think for a second that Han Solo was a good dad, like oh, you yeah. don't like the character of Han Solo, you right. don't understand the character of Han Solo. Of course, what happened was gonna happen. Like, I want to know about that. I want to know what broke, like, their grief and what broke them up. I want to know what, what, where um, Luke headed off to. I want to know about um, Ray's life and that planet. What like, she's been there forever. Like, currently, clearly has a job and has learned shit. I want to know about. I want to know about like so many things. And that's where I'm at again. There's a galaxy of questions and a galaxy of characters and stories that I want to know about. And it was this movie felt. I've only seen it once. Still, I've been nervous to go see it again. But I only saw it once. And it felt like it was 40 minutes long to me.
1: Yeah, it, it flies by. I saw right. it for a third time last night. It still flies by. Absolutely loved it. Nice. And that's,
3: that's my number two. Yeah.
1: All right. I am uh, going to quickly say that I read my list wrong. Uh, and I gave out my number four spot to my number five spot before. But I'm just going to roll with it and say that my number four is now room. Do you want me to it? Nah, no, we're going to keep it. On the aggregated list? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. We'll just keep it going. We'll keep it going. You know, you mess up. It's a lot like, uh, the Miss America pageant or whatever. Oh, uh, uh, no,
0: I think they changed it. Right? They didn't,
1: they didn't see part of <laughs> That was the joke, Alex. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, Room, as, as we've all, we, you know, everyone's really talked uh, very highly about Room, and it, Room is just fucking heartbreaking. Constantly heartbreaking. The performances are amazing. Uh, the kid, the kid, i thought was gave one of the best performances this year uh not just because he was a kid but he just did everything so well so believable that it was crazy and holy shit when you get to like the halfway mark and you're just like oh man bet it's gonna get happier from here and then it's way more depressing you're just like oh good god what these people have to go through but then and another movie that i cried at a bunch and, like, by the end of this movie, I was like, yeah, I want to watch some 30 Rock afterwards because I'm feeling real sad right now.
3: Sorry, something I forgot that I remember while you were talking about it. Like, also, same sort of thing as the other one I've seen. I was talking about. Like, the William H. Macy character mm-hmm. doesn't get a lot of screen time, mm-hmm. gets a few moments, but he kind of comes off as a dick. But you also understand that so much. Yeah. Like, you, you see where he might be coming from, and it's like, so, as especially for, like, masculinity, like, sort yeah. of thing. Like, he, he, he was crushed. And I like that they don't follow that along. You yeah. just, like... It just colors her world
1: now, yeah. which uh, to my I believe that is the way that, I haven't read it, but I believe that's the way that his character is written in the book as well, where he just kind of shows up and just like can't deal with it, and then it just like gets the fuck out, and that's the end of, the, of that. No. Uh, here, the book is great. Um, Never read it. <laughs> <laughs> no, too sad, too sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really God room room is a heartbreaking. Work of, work work of, of staggering genius. <laughs> all four of us jumped up. Good God! <laughs> <laughs> all right, number three, and all right. As I go down to my uh, three, two, one, I'd like to say that I've uh, <laughs> obscene... seen the latest
0: joke of all time.
1: <laughs> I loved it. Sorry, Alex, still going. All right, uh, yeah. as I go down to three, two, one, I'd just like to say that I've watched uh, each of these movies at least twice in the last week. Uh, and number one, I think I've watched five times in the last week. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> no it's not oh, I, but yeah. we'll get there soon anyway but my number three oh we'll see it again <laughs> we'll get there hold on number three is mad max fury road uh what a fucking just great movie from start to finish uh i the from the first time you see it you're just like captivated you like even if you've never really seen any of the other mad max movies you 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 don't really care uh, and you just kind of get taken on this ride, one last ride? Probably not. But you just get taken along, and you're, for what is ostensibly a two-hour car chase, it's just, you're you're enthralled the whole time. You, you can't stop watching it. You need to see what happens next. The characters, even like, though a lot of them don't really um, get much explanation, you you feel like you, you understand everything that's going on. You understand this insane world with so little, like, how many lines does Tom Hardy actually have in this movie? Not many. Yeah, and he gives a fantastic performance uh, with a muzzle on his face for like the first forty minutes of it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah, that guitar, yeah, the, the flaming guitar guy probably puts this higher than anything. Like that one character is just—I like, don't, I don't care. It's awesome. Uh, and yeah, I, and I, I fucking, I loved it. I loved it. Coming in at number two. We got Furious Seven, guys. I've got I've got a giant Furious Seven poster hanging up in my apartment. Uh, <laughs> seen this movie at least a dozen times at this point. It's always difficult to watch. And let's get you know one thing. I mean, this is one of the dumbest of all the Fest Furious movies, but it is just yeah. so fucking good. Uh, and you can re- and you can tell like how stuff had to be shoehorned in. Um, to kind of uh, deal with uh, Paul Walker's untimely passing. But it still totally works, and you totally buy it. And, like, you know, the daughter thing, like, you can you can, you can very easily see, like, oh, okay, this wasn't probably really going to be there. But it doesn't matter. Because you're just like, yeah, no, that's, you know what, I buy that reason right now. I, 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 I can see it all happening. And, oh, man, dude, they jumped a the car through two fucking buildings. <laughs> like, I could watch, like, watching that in the theater for the first time and just being like, Seeing him jump through, the, uh, through the, the first building, but the shot is of all three buildings, and you're just like, <gasps> yeah. I know what's about to happen, and then it fucking happens, and it's the best thing in the world. Uh, so that is why Furious 7 is my number two of the year. Uh, Alright, so, I guess before we get into our number ones, we should start talking about the worst movie of the year. Uh, So I've got a bunch of nominations. I'm sure everybody here has a bunch of thoughts, a bunch of nominations that they want to give to Worst Movie of the Year. Um, Russ, Russ, what are you thinking?
2: Okay. Um, I really have four movies that are the worst, and I'll just say all four, but which one I think is the worst afterwards. Okay. Uh, So my worst four film experiences of the year were Entourage, Why? Than paid human <laughs> to see what was inarguably the second worst episode of like the third season of a shitty show is beyond me. So this was bad. Um, Joy, I'm oh. sorry. I'm not making a statement by putting this on the worst of list, but Hot this pick. is the most. yeah maybe it is a hot take but you know what fuck this movie it it doesn't say anything it's not empowering and i know i'm a man so me saying it is not empowering doesn't really carry much weight but it's just it's really just not a good movie it's disjointed it's it's one of the worst edited films i think i've ever seen and david o russell you gotta do something different like like you gotta Get your mojo back. Tell a simpler story. This was dumb, and then the last two, Z for Zechariah. Wow. This wow. was that weird ass movie with Chiwetel Ejiofor and Chris Pine. It's the it's the mo- It's like watching paint dry. So like if you're it. into watching paint dry, as
1: mm-hmm. hey, you like it too. <laughs>
2: then Z for Zechariah <laughs> is for you. But the worst movie of the year, and I think it'll be the worst movie for everybody, is Fantastic Four. Yeah. It It is, it's like a masterclass in how to not manage a franchise, create a movie, write it, cast it. Well, casting it I actually don't have an issue with. But it's a masterclass in how to like burn all of the bridges in Hollywood. So I would, it's not even really a fun watch.
1: No, it's not. That's the it's most not even a hate
2: watch. Um, so that, that's my worst of list, but Fantastic Four is number one. Easy.
1: Yeah, uh, Alex, what do you think? Uh, I, I got to go with
0: uh, Fantastic Four. That movie is awful. Yeah, it's it's not. It, yeah, yeah, I think that, it's that's not, not fun. Bad. Run. It's not even fun. Bad. Uh, um, that or uh was it this year? Jupiter Ascending, guys. Jupiter Ascending's not fun either. Uh oh. Uh oh.
2: Uh
0: oh. No hell.
2: I no. didn't see I know, it. I know
0: we don't know Pete's first or number one yet, and I know it's <laughs> going to be Jupiter Ascending. I, I really Ascending. think it might be. Guys, it's seriously the worst movie in the world. Um, I think the thing is, Fantastic Four is just bad. Like, it is, like, when, when you put it out, like, the idea is like, oh, it's gonna be a Cronenberg inspired, like, there was all these things that were out there that were all bullshit. <laughs> and, <laughs> no, completely. like, there was all the justifications of how it could be cool, it was just fucking bad, like, and I liked, like, uh, most, like, the actors and stuff involved, I think they're all good, they all deserve better, everyone, it was a piece of shit, but Jupiter Ascending, no sane person should have ever let this happen. I can at least understand why <laughs> Jordan, and all these people would sign off for this. I can't imagine a single person that hasn't been fully lobotomized that looked at the script of Jupiter ascending and said right. yeah, let's do it. Alright.
2: <laughs> Shit. Well, I'm, I love putting hot re- I'm
3: putting Jupiter Ascending next to Z for Zachariah in the column of, you know, people are just straight wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know this is a bit, but it still makes me mad. <laughs> I see through you, but I'm still
3: angry. Oh. All right, um, I have three movies to add to your list of worst, um, to match the three movies I don't agree with. What <coughs> uh,
1: was the third?
3: Joy. I didn't think it was terrible.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm. Not, I'm it's terrible.
3: Joy was not good, but I don't think it was terrible.
1: I think the the worst part about watching Joy is um, Jennifer Lawrence's accent goes in and out like between scenes and i think it's really mm-hmm. funny but I, I i did enjoy joy i didn't think it was great but i didn't enjoy it.
3: so i'm gonna i'm gonna add um and i know takes i think me and tigsaw are the only ones uh, hitman age of 47 oh
1: that's on my list the oh, movie so bad. no one asked for no, <laughs> no. and <laughs> it is but, technically a sequel when was the last hitman movie anyway a hitman video game
2: oh a oh video game i don't know um what, coming out what,
1: this what, out in the is
2: zachary up. quinto at least like having fun no no Oh, then I'm out. No
1: one is. No, no one looks like they're having fun. It's most of the, like, the stiffest performances this year across the board. Uh, They, like, the actual decent twist of this movie is given away in the trailer. So when you finally get to it, you're just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah,
3: if they didn't mention that thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, if they didn't mention about, like, him actually being on her side or whatever, when that showed up, I would have been like, oh. If they T2'd this. Yeah, no, I would have been like, oh, this is actually, this was kind of, I mean, this terrible movie, but that twist would have been well done. But instead, they just fucking... You know, show their hand immediately because there was nothing else to this movie. Okay. Um,
3: I will also add pixels, but I think that's more my fault for seeing it. I saw.
2: Yeah, you. Yeah, that. Was a that's bad movie. on you.
3: It was so bad. Everything you've heard about it um, is true. Yep. Um, and if you've heard anything good about it, that's the only lie. You've heard. <laughs> um, it's insulting. It's it's just it's it's just like you sit there and be like same thing that Alex bullshitted about for Jupiter Ascending it's just like you who know, cause that's the thing is like some people like just don't like sci-fi or don't get sci-fi but yeah. humor I think is pretty universal for most parts especially if you can get ten people in a room you can kinda get all the different styles of humor in one room sure and then if but I have to think they went around the room and if as soon as the tenth person said no I don't find this funny you need to take it out of the script <laughs> And they did not do that. No. But if you get ten sci-fi fans or ten movie fans, someone might think Jupiter Ascending's dumb, and that person's an idiot. Um, (laughs) And and you just didn't Uh, find the one person that understands it. (laughs) Um, So I'll add that, um, but uh, I think one thing that, I'm not sure who saw this, but something else I'll add is Man From U.N.C.L.E.
1: Oh, that was really bad.
3: Um, Man From U.N.C.L.E. I saw... Except I liked... I saw Man from Uncle in theaters, and then I went and saw Straight Out of Compton right afterwards. I then left the theater, was texting Russ about Straight Out of Compton, and could not for the life of me remember what movie I saw before it.
1: Yeah, that's a this much was, better, that's a much better double feature than I did because I think I went Man from Uncle to American Ultra.
3: Uh, this was like so. This yeah. was like three hours, three and a half hours max. Later, I could not remember what I saw in theaters yeah. earlier that day. Yeah. It was it was the most un, it was the most forgettable piece of just absolute garbage. It is, it, just, yeah. it it was so unnecessary. It was more unnecessary than than Hitman.
1: Completely um, forgettable movie. Uh,
3: Wait, mostly who, because mostly because Man from U.N.C.L.E. took up a lot of I think talented people's time, which yeah. they could have been doing something else.
1: And I thought, who did who was the Russian in that? because there uh, was, Bernie like... Hammer. Bernie yeah, Hammer. I actually thought he did a decent job in that movie.
3: But he was not in the same movie as Henry no, Cavill. No, he was
1: not in the same movie <laughs> as Henry Cavill. And Cavill was just, like, so unabashedly just, like, campy, I guess, throughout it. And it was just... It, he played it like he was in, like, a soap opera or some bullshit that it was just awful to watch. Yeah.
3: And way too many references to his character being Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean... Um, read between the lines. So
3: yeah, but I'll, 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 so I'll add those three mm-hmm. to the list and take off one. <laughs>
1: um, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree that Fantastic Four probably is the worst, but uh, you know the other ones that I have to add here, uh, Aloha, which was just a mess of a piece of shit of a mess. Um, like every like not there's there's no discernible story. I have no idea even really why the fuck anything was happening in that movie. Uh the there is a like a love story that is completely unbelievable. You don't believe anybody's actual character. Uh everything about it is just like why am I watching this? Why am I here watching this right now? And oh god, it was a train wreck. Speaking of which, I am also going to put train wreck onto this thing because fuck that movie. Uh fuck Apatow, fuck Schumer, fuck all that stuff. It's it's the same fucking bullshit that you've seen over and over again. And it's just like, oh, we're going to try and be edgy. And oh, no, we're, yeah, people are going to find this funny. It's going like, it's like Seth MacFarlane at some times. And so fuck it for that. Um, and am I going to get any traction with Star Wars? I'll just leave it alone. Uh, so. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't drop that bomb. Uh,
0: can't take Star Wars.
1: I do not, I don't think Star Wars is the worst movie. Actually, I, I saw it. Last night again, uh, I went to the IMAX 3D screening of it because I really want to see it in IMAX 3D. And uh, I, every subsequent time that I have watched that movie after the first time, I have like I have liked it more, and I just keep enjoying it more and more. But uh, I was incredibly disappointed by that movie. Walking out of it on the first night, um, just I, I, I hate Adam Driver in it. Uh, You're a monster. I think he's a whiny bitch, and he's just a, he's not even a decent evil character. Uh, I think that Ray and Finn are fucking phenomenal. Uh, I think that those two characters just like steal the entire thing. And to be fair, I thought that Adam Driver was actually really good until he took off the fucking helmet. And then I had to look at Adam Driver and I'm just like, no, I don't want to be here anymore. Um, I, I, I don't know. It really bugged Mm -hmm. me that this movie, uh, started with people giving like a map to a droid that then runs off into a desert planet and then ends with a trench run. Uh, that really kind of bugged the shit out of me uh, because that's it, it, because it hits so many beats of a new hope uh, that I was just I was hoping for something else. Adam uh, Driver looks like if a
3: um, a mouse went to a carnival and asked someone to draw a caricature of him. <laughs> <laughs> but like a he was like, oh, draw me, draw what it look like if I was a human.
2: <laughs> Those are monsters.
1: Um, but that that being said, the more I watch that movie, the more I really do enjoy the hell out of that movie because it is just so much fun to watch uh and again, it is not a worst movie which is very disappointing to me like I, I i really do i really do like that movie uh a lot but it just very just it just disappointed me
3: um so i i guess uh, the easy pick is fantastic 4 yeah cuz yeah. i guess unlike pixels which i shouldn't have paid for yeah i i don't think actually i don't think i paid for i probably paid for what came before pixels but which,
0: woo, woo.
3: yeah um but fantastic 4 i needed to I was going to see it at some point anyway. Yep, I had to. So I had to just do it and rip yep. that bandit off. And it was bad. And it was insultingly terrible. There's
1: nothing redeemable about that movie.
3: Me and you like bitched about it for a couple hours one night. Oh yeah, I
1: remember that. Yeah, yeah. We just kept talk- like just how. Ha- yeah, we were sitting at Queens Comfort remember, just yeah. bitching about Fantastic Four. Um, everyone good with that? Yep. Yep. I
0: am. I just want to. I just want Pete to say it. I just want him to say. I just want to say that Jupiter ascending isn't good.
2: We're not going to get anywhere oh, here we with go. this. He's never going to do it.
0: Um, hey, you remember when Russ used to give
3: me shit about Shyamalan and he just put a oh, Shyamalan movie in his top goddamn ten? <laughs> Time is on my side. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All, right,
1: All right, and there you have it. The Movie Movie Podcast worst movie of the year goes to the Fantastic Four with Star Wars The Run up. So let us move on to the number one picks for everybody. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, Star Wars is fucking great. Um, it, it really is. Uh, yeah, it, it really is. But, <laughs> anyway, um, no, fucking the, all those characters are actually so good. And Hans, uh, a fucking uh. Harrison Ford gives off such a good performance
3: because he's so happy he doesn't have to do this anymore. Yeah, I know. Well, that's yeah. possibly
1: it. But like you can, oh. and it's actually he's got so many funny. Fuck it. All right, the guys from the Raider in it. Yeah, uh, I fucking love that. <laughs> that was that was great, um, Russ. I'm not gonna say which
2: number one is, but give us number one. I already filled it in in the. Jar. I know.
1: I looked. Cool number
2: one. Um, it's been on seven on... again. Oh no. What? Nothing. <laughs> it's been on everybody's list so far. Um, little lower, but for me, it's number one, and that is Creed. Nice. I was blown away by this. I mean, a lot of these movies I was blown away by, but I think this one I expected the least from. And came out, like, it, it affected me emotionally for days. Uh, and, and not like Room, where I was like a broken person. <laughs> but Creed made me want to run through a motherfucking wall. And also, <laughs> like, go to the gym. Uh, but Michael B. Jordan, I thought, was fantastic. Stallone, this is the best he's been. I think this movie had to do a lot of na- heavy narrative Lifting to make sense, and I thought the ball was going to get dropped there. I actually wasn't even—I was just going to see it just because it was out, and there was nothing else to do. But I did not expect to come away like being as gripped by this movie. I thought the way that it like mirrored the original first two movies, but also did its own things, and really kept the flavor of that shithole Philadelphia um, really. <laughs>
0: It is a stick down. Yeah, I'll say, yeah I'll
2: be it, it, re- it did a really good job of showing just what a shithole that place is. Um, but it also gave me the, my, the, my single, I think this movie's number one because the scene of the ATVs while Michael is <laughs> running in the streets during that montage is my, the, my favorite thing I think I've ever experienced. That was awesome. So Creed is number one. Uh, I like the Rocky movies a lot and this, this just opens up a whole whole new doors in a really smart way, and I, I'm curious to see uh, what Ryan Coogler can do with some hot IP like Black Panther.
1: Oh yeah, he is doing that, right? Yeah, yep. that's awesome. <clears throat>
2: Number um, one. loved it.
1: Fucking fucking I, Great. fucking great. Um, Alex, numero uno. Uh,
2: I think,
0: Pete, uh, you can start. Putting this one in there, I think Super you know summer.
1: what
0: it is. Sorry, nice. It is. This is forty. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it's uh, it's Mad Max Fury um, of I filled it in 15 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I I love this movie um so much. Uh, it's it it is obviously like a spiritual like it's a direct sequel technically maybe, but also spiritual. Like it makes this world totally awesome again that like that George Miller created uh you know, a long time ago and never really made sense. And it didn't have to, they were just doing a, like they took a page from like, dread and they just told a simple story. Yeah. And that is what works so well. And you, just like, and the, the practical effects, like it, there's i I've only seen it, uh, you know, two or three times now. And every time i just found something new to just, be amazed by that they built and that they worked with. And like It's ridiculous, it's cartoonish, uh, but it's so much fun, and Tom Hardy could, you know, Mad Max was never the focus always of the Mad Max movies, as weird as that sounds. Like, uh, it was always for me uh, the worlds and the, the people he interacted with that were, you know, he was kind of more of a foil, and I think that he does that really well here and sets up like Furiosa as someone like I want to see more of and I just want to see like like I don't want this franchise to to end and it made me sad when I saw George didn't want to, you know I was saying the other day that he didn't want to do him anymore um,
1: oh really I thought he was high on doing the other one no
0: because you you're hmm. saying about doing a Furiosa one but now he's saying I'll oh, give uh down for a younger director to care it. but awesome. you know so my change Taylor. yeah I man I don't know it's just it's The fact that this movie is so good and made so many, like, MRA dudes mad, too, because of how good and furious it was, Uh, there's so many ways that this movie kick ass. I
1: love it. Yeah. Fucking fucking A. All right, Pete, give us the same thing that Alex just
3: did. uh, Well, I have a different feeling, even though, yes, my number one is Mad Max as well. I just watched it again yesterday. Um, This movie... I was really trying to figure out what was going to be number one, this or Star Wars. And I realized that I love them both for o- complete opposite reasons. And this one wins because of that. Um, almost on, in contrast to what Alex said, like, what, I loved, what I said what I loved about Star Wars is it gave me a whole galaxy of questions that I want to know everything about. Granted, I have a lot of questions about Mad Max, but if it ended here, I don't give a fuck. I'm yeah. going to watch Mad Max a million times. Yeah. I, great, I want to know so much about that civilization that the, he found. I want to know what, he, what the hell his flashbacks were to. I want to know what Furioso was planning, like, what what she's been up to, where did she get her status from. You know, how did, how did, you know, uh, I want to know all, about, I want to know about fucking Gasoline Town and Bullet Farm. I want to know about this weird religion mm-hmm. and, and that the people, that the women were started to kind of have and, and, you know, how the world and, like, their thoughts of how the world and I want to know all that stuff. But, you know what, fuck it, if this is the only Mad Max movie we're going to get, I, totally I will watch this one Yeah, once a month.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Um so for, for this is why it beats Star Wars for me. Um for completely opposite reasons. Which is really <laughs> fun, but man, I it, it's as you know, same thing. It's there's a ton of CGI in this film, but it's only to make the desert look slightly more deserty for the most part. Like that's it. Yeah. Like if you look like the all the CGI stuff it's just like they're going down a desert road and they want more mountains in the background, but <laughs> the cars are fucking there. They yeah. like the one scene, the real temple scene in the movie of like Mad Max, Max going across on the the pole. Oh yeah, with the explosion oh, yeah. background. That scene looks weird because I think it's the one scene with the least amount of special effects in the entire film. Oh,
1: interesting. Okay. It
3: looks it it, it watch it again and it sticks out in a weird way because it looks so much more real. Yeah. Like they don't have to clean up anything in it because they fucking did, they did that. It. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that's that's and I love it.
1: I yeah, amazing. All right, all right. Uh, here we go. This movie, I think I've watched it on par with the amount of times I watched Lockout when it came out. Um, I don't know what this is. Oh, you know what this is. You definitely know what this is, because it's 50 Cent says in the movie, motherfucking Spy, because that movie is everything. Are you guys kidding me? It's not on anyone's list? (laughs) Spy is fucking awesome. It is
2: (laughs) I I just watched it again two nights ago. It is really good.
1: It's it is. I laugh my ass off so many times while watching this movie. And like I, I was never like the biggest Muslim McCarthy fan, but watching this, I was just like, holy shit, she really can. She can act. She can do all. The, like every, you believe everything in that. Um, the entire cast of characters throughout that movie is hysterical, and you're at, and you're watching just what is like a really good action movie the entire time. Um I, I I fucking... there. I will watch this movie continuously. I, I have the unrated version. There are, like... The, again, like, as most unrated versions of movies, it does get, you know, a little long at times, and the pacing isn't as good. But there are, are just... There's a couple of scenes that are just so infinitely funnier in that version that it's incredible. I, I, I was shocked and surprised at how much I loved this movie, and, and how much I can just revisit it, and keep finding new things to, to laugh at. And, like, uh, really now just getting, like, so excited for Ghostbusters and what could actually come of that now. Um, and I thought that, like, all the stunt work and everything is actually done really well. And it was a complete shock to me uh, to see all this happen. And I fucking, guys, it, Spy, 50 Cent has a great cameo, like, hysterical. Uh, When he's just like, you ever see Kanye do any shit like this? Like it is, you actually kind of believe that like, no, he probably just said that. Like uh, I've watched all the documentaries and features for it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't, it is my favorite movie of the year, like hands down. I I can, it is a movie that I can just put on and watch (laughs) and enjoy and laugh at uh, continuously and constantly. Okay. So who's got... Some honorable men's.
3: I'll start us off real quick. There you um, go. Spy. Uh, Good choice. Yeah. Um, up there, I will still say, uh, Ant-Man got kicked out of my top ten. Yeah, my I By a couple of movies that I was, like, finishing up on. Um, the documentary Wolfpack.
1: Oh, I need to see that. Really uh, yeah. Really fantastic.
3: I want to see that. I would recommend that uh, completely. Um, I actually just watched it this afternoon, but Trumbo really surprised me how really? much I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, I think it told a, a much different story than I was expecting it to. Okay, um, and I really think there's a good there's like four different biopics that you could have made about different points of his life, and what they chose to do I thought was very interesting. Um,
1: nice,
3: I, 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 I like that a lot. Stuff. And uh, Beast of No Nation, might as well watch it because you're already paying for it. There you go. Uh, and I'm I think I'm the one that's not an, not as cool on the Avengers as everyone else.
2: Probably I can't, I can't yeah. believe
3: that was this that's year. It, but
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So those yeah. are my honorable mentions. Uh, Russ, all right. I got. A, I got. A few. I have a couple. Uh, Beast in the Nation and the Revenant are in my honorable mention purely because I feel like I'd like them but didn't see them. <laughs> so, uh, um, Hateful Eight. Um, it's up there. It, it'd probably be in the top twenty, but it's just not enough to make the top ten. And the first time I've been seriously uncomfortable with the usage of M-Bombs in a movie. But Walt Goggins is the man. Yeah, he is. Um, The Martian, I really liked. Um, It just kind of fell out. It would have probably been in the top 15, but uh, just didn't make it. Ant-Man, any other year, I feel like Ant-Man would have made the cut. Totally. But there was a lot of genre stuff that I I really liked, just a little bit more. And then lastly, uh, Tangerine.
1: I need to um, see that.
0: I heard that was
2: pretty good. Man. Tangerine is just a balls to the wall, weird fucking movie. That like Spring Breakers think, weird? Not Spring Breakers weird because it's definitely telling a much more self-contained story. Okay. Uh, over the course of, I believe, one evening. Oh,
1: interesting. Okay. But
2: it's got. It's like what if Spring Breakers and that movie go from way back when? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> kind of had a baby, and oh, yeah. um, it was it. All was filmed on an iPhone, nice. uh, but yeah, it was really awesome, really fun, and I think more movies like that need to get made to kind of push um, what we're doing with the medium.
0: Nice. Alex, uh, yeah, I would definitely say Ant Man is up there for me. Uh, other than that, I know that it's not one that is favorite
2: here, but I did
0: like The Big Short.
2: I thought, oh that, yeah, The Big Short, the Big Short, so, that's uh, it. That's just I, me. I, you didn't like it. <laughs>
3: Again. Yeah, I, yeah I, 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 I forgot to mention that in
0: Spotlight. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to see Spotlight, I
2: like spotlight. unfortunately. I, I did. It's all uh, right. It was good. Yeah,
1: yeah, I thought the performances
2: were very good.
0: I thought that The Big Short did, uh, like, I understand how it could be annoying. Uh, and I think maybe being ready for that, from hearing uh, that from you, Tiggs, maybe, maybe be more forgiving of it. All right. Uh, but I think that, like, having it be so weird and campy and somewhat Adam mckay Uh, in the first part, uh, let the kind of gut punch of the end, uh, sink in a bit more. Yeah. Uh, and I think that is what I ended up liking. It was just, okay, so this is a guy kind of using his dumb, you know, frat pack humor, uh, to set you up to finally be like, oh, this isn't good.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, well, now I feel bad. Uh, and, and I kind of, uh. I, I enjoyed the ride of it and I thought everyone was, was good in it. I didn't, just didn't think it was, you know for me it was not, not top ten, but yeah,
3: I, I, I enjoyed these.
1: Things. Nice. As much as I care. Nice.
3: Take some honorable mentions.
1: Um I uh, made a couple of lists, but it follows. Definitely an honorable mention for me. Um also straight out of Compton. Uh, I'm I'm like excited oh, to see man. it again. I just uh I pre ordered it. Uh, Because there's like the director's cut uh, is on the Blu-ray, so I'm like very excited for that to to show up. I'm wondering if it's like the three and a half hour cut that they talked about. uh, Because I think that would be there. I think there's just so much more to the story uh, that I would just love to see all those guys do. Um, Ant Man, of course. Uh, Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. uh, I I did really like a lot. Seventy One. I I thought was uh, an amazing film, but I don't even know if it came out this year.
2: And uh, I think it was late. 2014. Was it late 2014, 2015? But 2015 here.
1: Okay, it was. It's a great movie. Uh, just like like a political strife uh, in, in Ireland uh, in 1971.
3: Oh, i wanted to see that.
1: It's great. Uh, it's it's all super well done, and uh, it, it does like like kind of the great thing of like you're you're very much watching uh, two sides of a conflict, and you don't ever feel like one is in the right. And you're just, like, watching everything kind of play out, uh, which is uh, fantastic. And Love and Mercy, uh, I, I thought was really great. And I, I think the performances, I, Paul Dano and John Cusack both have really great performances in that. Uh, if you like the Beach Boys and want to be kind of sad, that's, uh, that's a good one to watch. And uh, definitely check out. Um, cute little love story in there, too. So it's got something for everybody.
3: Uh, so a couple things to wrap up.
1: Yeah, spy um, number one of all time. Great. So,
3: yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Um, as sort of a uh, sneak peek at our next podcast, which is going to be the Oscar cast. Oh, do
1: we, I was going to say if we want to do that now.
3: Oh, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> um, but of the eight Best Picture nominations, only four of them appear in our lists. Um, only two of them are in all four. And the mm-hmm. other two only come up in one single list.
1: What is it, Room and...
3: Room and Max, Max, uh, uh, Mad, Mad Max yeah. are in all four of them. Okay. Martian's only in Tiggs's Revenant is only in Alex's, because I thought that movie was boring as shit. <laughs> yeah. awesome. no, I, like,
1: I like that movie. It was
3: almost a non um, The other six, uh, I'm sorry, the other uh, four are nowhere to be found, so that's pretty pretty weird for us. We're usually a little bit closer, but I think it's it's a weird year for the Oscars. I think it's a
1: really good year for movies in general. Especially
3: fucking Creed should be on this goddamn level. Creed should definitely be uh, on Yeah, I agree. I think of all the movies that are on all of our top tens, Creed's the one that's like, how is that not up for best picture? Yeah, and Self so Totally. Yeah. Bridge of Spies and Brooklyn can go suck their
1: own dicks. Bro- Brooklyn is way better than that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then, then we actually give it credit for it. it was and a actually, very know, good I did not
0: see it. I, what, what, I will why not why
1: see it. I so much. Wait, wait. Bridge of Spies, I did not enjoy um oh,
0: oh, oh. why did you hate Brooklyn so much? I don't know anything about I legitimately missed so many movies this year. Why is Brooklyn so bad? Who said it was bad? Oh,
3: I've never seen it. I'm just being an asshole. No. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> spotlight, yeah. Spotlight's a weird one. We'll talk about that later. But, okay. I so, did enjoy
1: Spotlight. But, uh, our
3: usual aggregate score that we've ne- we've talked about improving, but never have actually talked about improving um, before the podcast.
1: No, well, it would just make things longer if we changed it. Yeah, which, once so.
3: again, um, uh, one point is awarded to the 10th, and 10 points is awarded to the first, and it goes in that order. Yes. So, the number... So the number five movie of the year, according to us, uh, with 21 points is Furious 7. To say how, how different this year was, the number six movie only has 12 points. Wow.
1: What number is it? Five,
3: uh, Ex Machina, Sicario, and Ex Machina that I wrote twice for some reason all tied. Um, yeah, Ex Machina and Sicario were tied for for sixth. And what and that gets us down to movies that are only in like two or three lists.
1: Is there anything with 11? Uh, inside Out. Fuck.
3: So... Furious Seven awesome. number five with twenty one points.
1: Does Spine make it? Room,
3: and, sorry, Room and Star Wars um, are tied um, with twenty three points. Creed has twenty seven, and Mad Max wins with thirty seven points. Wow! Wow! Because that 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 I think this is the first time the movie has appeared in all four of our top threes.
2: Yeah, so that means my top five has all of the top fives.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah, your top five. Technically, Neither. yeah, it, yeah. Your top five is it the top five. It just created that order.
1: Just flipped. Yeah. Nicely done, Russ.
2: Yeah, I'm the fucking man. <laughs> Russ wins. <Yay! laughs> um.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I guess that that you know that's
0: that's that. Mesh, man. Nice. <laughs> well, I I'm totally cool with that list. I love yep. all these movies a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, but as I said, usually we're a,
3: we're a bigger Oscar year too, and it's it's that oh. doesn't read like a. Oscar top five. Yeah. I mean, and even if you ignore Furious 7.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> you should not ignore Furious 7 is, I think, what we learned from this. Yeah. Uh, Critics' Choice gave it best song. Well Way to do one thing right, Critics' Choice. Um, I don't remember what else was won. I think actually some decent things won, except for, well, whatever. Uh, so do you guys want to do Oscars now or do you guys want to wait?
2: uh mm. uh
1: I don't know what that means. Not now. Not now. Okay. I'm then we're those yummy sounds like... Not now, because
2: I am I mean, out of uh, talking theme.
1: Russ is out of tall boys. Uh-huh. Aw. <laughs> so we can do that. Or do you guys want to still do it before the Oscars? You guys, well, we could take this off the podcast. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we can. Yeah, this is all oh, outside, so.
1: yeah, we have a month, so we'll do it. Yeah, will that, that means that we can have a February cast. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, we're going to have a February cast. I can talk about all the horror movies that have come out, and I've seen them terrible. Uh, Is it, um, what's it called? Two, soon? What's it called, Two? Uh, Insidious. Wait, not Insidious. Insidious. I thought it came out. No, 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 no. no. What's the other one? Sinister? Sinister. I thought that came out. No,
3: the
1: other one. Insidious?
3: No, Tiggs. Oh! Conjuring.
1: Conjuring 2. Conjuring 2. The summer. Conjuring Um, 2.1. Because wasn't there a Conjuring 0, effectively? Yes, uh, it was. And about... Right, real quick, how was Sinister 2? Um, didn't we talk about on
3: the podcast?
1: I thought we did. Uh, I, I saw Sinister
3: did. 2. I need again.
0: It was real bad.
1: Oh, man, Sinister 2, when that kid gets run over by the car.
0: Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, we talked about like, yeah. it. It's
1: it like... <laughs> you could just we get really rammed by, by a car like in the in like the closing moments. It was actually really funny. Um,
0: <laughs> that sounds awesome. I might watch that. The,
1: funny. It, for, for that moment, it is actually very... Uh, that it, it's kind of worth watching. But besides that, it, it's not... It's, it's not as good as The First Sinister, uh, anywhere near it. Um, it's it's not great. But uh, what was the one that came out this year? And I still you saw? It? The Forest. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's not great. Um, yeah, I was
0: actually I'm shocked, shocked that no horror movies movie made the list.
1: Uh, I know, I know. Uh, it Follows was definitely very close.
3: Maggie's is the closest to a horror movie on your
1: list. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it wasn't...
3: Oh yeah, so real quick, I I guess I have to see It Follows.
1: Oh shit, yeah, let's talk about and this.
3: And I have to see It Follows, Assassin, and I think there was one other that oh, Spy. Yeah. So It Follows, Assassin, and Spy are the only movies I haven't seen that are in other people's lists. Have you not seen Spy? I've not seen. you have just made fun I of have not column. seen man
1: column. Oh, that's good. I
3: think uh, uh, so. I have to see those. The assassin's kind of boring. Well, it's stuff?
1: Yeah, I, I think that uh, Assassin can yeah, very much be seen as boring, boring, but I think that you know it it's ninety minutes long. And uh, I, I think that it's like kind of a good length for it.
3: I think you. I think a couple of you have to see. Well, you two have to see Maggie.
1: Yes. I think everyone I has to
3: see Infinitely Polar Bear*. I do need to see I, Infinitely
0: I Polar thought, Bear*. I liked it. I didn't think it was like I thought he was great in it. I thought the kids were great in it. Um, I think it was likable. It was cute. Um, but I was not going to like it.
1: No Jupiter ascending. Oh, so
0: good. Mm-hmm. Um, Love it. Yeah,
3: I think. I think. Yeah. So I just have to see it follows an assassin.
1: I do want to watch Infinitely Polar Bear uh, because I like that name even though I know it's supposed to be very sad. Yeah. Thumbs up on sadness. Congrats. Yeah. All right. All right.
2: <laughs> Where can you find us? You can find okay. us
1: on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com You can find us on Twitter at moviemoviepc Not that we ever do it but whatever. <laughs> you can email us not that we check it at moviemoviepodcast at gmail.com uh, you can find us on iTunes by searching for The Priest and the Beekeeper, assuming that you are found this podcast and aren't our friends, um, which means that you can, you know, also come check out our comedy show, which happens the third Thursday of every month at 8 p.m. at Long Island City's The Creek and the Cave. Uh, it is in two days, on the 21st of January, 2016. Uh, it is a variety show that we host with our good friend and co-host, as I've already said, host uh, Nick Meritado. Uh, we invite some stand-ups, we invite some improv, uh, and we just have a good time. Uh, there's usually cheap beer downstairs, so, you know, come, maybe laugh, but definitely get drunk. So, that's where we'll be this Thursday. And, uh, yeah, I know this is we're going down a dark path right now. Um, that's all I got, guys. So, thank you all for being with me. We're going to do, uh, we're going to try and keep up with this podcast a little bit more, I think. Um, yes. And, uh We'll see you all next time on the Movie Movie Podcast. Thanks.